Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening to today's episode. This is day four out of 12 of the big, large, fun giveaway I'm doing for my birthday. So the giveaways are now live. There are two. There is prize box number one, which came out on Monday, August 28th. And there is prize box number two, which came out Tuesday, August 29th. The giveaways are open for 12 days until September 8th. And you can win either box. Each box is valued at over $2,200 each USD. And the way that you enter is through the link. It's in my bio. It's in my newsletter. It's on my website. It is in the show notes and it's everywhere. So I really suggest you do that and you enter through there. When you look at that link, you'll see there's a bunch of different ways that you can increase the amount of entries. So by following different brands, by sharing this, you can really, really add more entries. And so I really suggest you do that. You can also use multiple email addresses if you want. You can submit your husband, your wife, your friend, your dog's email, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And so that's how it's gonna, that's how it's gonna go. And winners will be notified by email only. This is not something that will be put onto social media. So I really suggest you enter. I if this was me, I would, what would I do? I would enter my emails, I have multiple emails. So I would probably enter all of my email addresses and I'd probably enter my husband too. And then I would, and I would do all of the extra things for the entries on however many accounts that I could just to like fully maximize and optimize how many entries I have, which is the very biohacker thing for me to do. Because if I'm going to enter, I might as well have 50 entries, you know, for my one name, because it, listen, it's $2,200 USD of prizes that you could win each day. Right. And so how much time does it take for all those entries? Like maybe that's what 10 minutes of your life for $2,200. I, okay. I think that's a pretty good payoff. (laughs) So I would seriously, seriously think about doing that if you're interested in winning. When you enter, you get put into the run for both prizes. That's not a separate link or anything like that. Also, if you have any questions about this or like about the logistics or anything like that, send me a message on Instagram and I will help you out. And I'm here to support you during this time. And hopefully you win. Oh, I can't wait to tell the people who win. That's going to be the best day. September 8th, when I get to pull out the name the two different names, and I get to package up the box myself. So I'm doing it different than my Christmas giveaway. I have all of the products in my apartment right now, and I will be putting together the boxes, and they're so cute, and I'm going to send them out, and you get a big box of prizes from me, me directly. Yeah, that's right. No one else. This is me sitting, packaging this in my living room, okay? (laughs) This is real. So I'm really excited and I really hope you win. It's so fun winning stuff. It doesn't happen very often for me. I still try. I still put my name in. I still do the Instagram giveaways. I still do the email giveaways because you never know. You never know. And listen, I I won something once. And ever since then, 
Actually, no, I won two things in my life. So there's a chance, okay? There's a chance that you will win. And there's a chance that this box is coming to you in September and you're going to be so ecstatic. So box number one includes items and products from Timeline Nutrition, Glyconage, Kineon, Bioptimizers, Sensate, Prolon, and Zero. I'm releasing podcast episodes and blog posts every single day for the next 12 days all about those different products and prizes that you can win from those brands. So listen to the last three episodes that just came out this week and today's and the next, what is it? Eight days of podcast episodes that are coming. So you can hear just all about the different products, right? And all about the brands. Like these are the brands that are actually making waves in the health space. These are the brands that are showing up that have been showing up for five, 10, 15 years, and now are just becoming mainstream. These are not like new kids on the block. Okay. These are really, really hardworking brands that I love so much. And today is by optimizers and they are completely like aligned with myself and this philosophy. So I love using their products. I I take their magnesium, I take their digestive enzymes, and I take their probiotics. And what else do I take? I take their sleep supplement sometimes. They have a sleep powder, which I like, which I use when I travel. And I just love their stuff. I've been using bioptimizers for over two years, to be honest. And I I give it to my family. Like I literally gift it and gift it or buy it or whatever. I give it to my family because I, it's the best. Like when my people have gone through really difficult times, health-wise, mental health-wise, I like send them magnesium and tell them to take as much as they can and educate them on magnesium and how so many of us are deficient in magnesium or like the sleep powder when people have anxiety and stress and really how it can just help with that. And so I think it's really important to yeah, obviously be a champion of health for the people around you. And I really do do that with bioptimizers. So I love them. It's not the first time I've talked about bioptimizers. If you're an old listener of the show, you can go to their website. I will link it in the show notes and use my discount code biohackingbrittany. I think it gets you off quite a lot, actually. Someone was telling me the other day, I saved them a ton. And they ordered, I think, like 10 bottles of different supplements. So definitely use that if you're going to buy don't pay full price. Like I'm here to give you the discount codes <laughs> so that you can save. Okay. That's, I'm happy to do that. And I just, yeah, I just want people to try these different products because I think they are the best on the market. So enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for another one tomorrow and enter the giveaways seriously right now on your phone. Open up the podcast app that you're listening to this on click the link that you see that says enter here or whatever it says, click on it and enter right now. Like I'm literally watching you think about me watching you <laughs> and enter because I really do want you to win. And I think it's just such a good opportunity. I don't want you to miss out. I don't want someone else to win when you could win. Okay. So enjoy this episode and stay tuned for another one coming tomorrow. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. Thank you everybody for listening. This is one of the episodes that is associated with the big birthday giveaway that I am doing right now. I am giving away a bunch of different health and wellness and biohacking products for one or two lucky winners. And 
Today, we are diving into some of the supplements associated with my giveaway by Bioptimizers. And if you are a listener of the show, you know that I have been using Bioptimizers for probably, I think, over two years now, actually. And I've used quite a lot of their products. So we're going to dive into that. And I have Wade Lightheart joining me on the show today. I think this might actually be his third time on my podcast, which maybe makes him the first person to do that. <laughs> I don't know, but he is the president at Bioptimizers. And so we are going to get all into wellness and health and peak performance today. So Wade, welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You were just saying that you went on vacation across Canada and I'm in Canada and a lot of my listeners are in Canada too. So is today your first day back at work after your time off? It is. It is. I did get to see a Guns N' Roses concert that had Carrie Underwood singing heavy metal songs on the, as the opener. So that was the unusual part of my trip. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is very unusual. And how are you feeling health-wise coming back after taking time off? I feel blessed, to be frank. You know, I'm now in my 50s, my early 50s, and I feel really, really good. And what was interesting is I ran into a number of people who I grew up with. And frankly, I was shocked. You know, you kind of have this self-view like we're always kind of hypercritical about, oh, I could do this or I could lose this weight or I could be like this. But I actually went to see my peers that I grew up with. And I was kind of shocked about how old and run down they looked. And I felt, oh man, maybe all this stuff I'm doing is actually working. <laughs> wow. Really? And yeah. what type of, well, I guess like what type of commonalities did, commonalities did you see? Was it like more mental health, maybe performance or chronic disease? Like, yeah, I'm just curious. What did you notice? All of the above, I found out that several people that I went to school with had died. A number of other ones were dealing with severe complications. And then another group of my peers who I got to meet with, frankly, looked 15 to 20 years older than myself. Almost all of them was, I would say, obese and accelerated aging, degeneration of oxidative damage. And I was like, wow, just make my mission at Bioptimizer is more and more important because these are good people trying to do the best they can for whatever reason. They're just not leveraging all of the technology and capabilities that we have at our disposal, which is commonplace in the biohacking world, but not commonplace to the general public. And so just double down on that mission to help people live long, live strong. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Did any of them like say anything about you and how you might look or perform or, or anything like that? Well, I, there's two conversations going and there's the conversation that I have with my friends, which is kind of regular and normal. And then there's the back channel stuff that they're like the hearsay stuff. And most people are like, how does that guy do that? <laughs> you know, I don't really talk about myself when I'm with my friends. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about our interests. My health side of things is something I'm proud of internally just because I live, get to live a high quality of life. But seeing some of my friends like degenerate so ex- extensively in the last three or four years, you know, you don't bring it up. <laughs> like, yeah. God, you look bad. You know, like, what, how did you gain that extra 50 pounds? You know, I don't want to say those things. So, so, you know, it's like, 
in one hand, it makes me feel really fortunate. On the other hand, it also makes me feel extremely motivated because, you know, I, the tragedy of not being able to operate at your best all the time is real and its impact on loss of quality of life is significant. And I know I can make a difference in people's lives and I want to do that. Yeah, I love that. I think it's interesting that this is such a common, I guess, story for people, especially in North America of like over time kind of health degenerates and like it's harder and harder to dedicate yourself to living optimally and living healthy. And it's, it's kind of scary actually, like as you get older and you kind of hear this narrative, especially in the biohacking world, there's like so much to be said about like longevity and anti-aging. And there's almost like this fear of aging. So everyone kind of puts in so much effort like day to day right now in the biohacking world, that is not normal (laughs) in the normal world, but it must be like so interesting, especially just to do a trip like that and just see, you know, the effects of all the effort that you have personally put in and like where it's gotten to you, where it's gotten you today. That's, it's just incredible. And it's really inspiring. Yeah. And there's also a price, you know, there's two sides to it too. And I think, you know, biohacking has emerged to high performers because the ability to kind of get to what people would say a level of success relative to previous generations is different. The cost of education, the time invested required to become quote unquote successful and to support a family has changed, as well as the increased options, particularly for females over the last few generations. What that's done, it's delayed the typical family starting programs. So people are starting families later and it puts kind of a dual point pressure on both men and women. And as women, particularly in the biohacking world, like people like yourself who are taking care of themselves and looking really good and also building a business and things that weren't kind of built into our social structure. Well, now you have a lot of women who are entering their thirties or mid thirties who are looking to start a family and now they're under a compressed time window. And so those pressure points of not only how I look, but literally how does my body actually function? Can I produce offspring? And I'm on the male side of that equation. And I would say that many of my colleagues or my friends that I were talking about, they had families and they had kids and stuff. And I didn't, I focused on my career. I focused on my own athletic pursuits and those goals And so on one level, I missed the boat so far on the family side. I'm hoping to correct that in the short term. But if I was a female at my age, I'd be totally out of the equation. It wouldn't be possible for me to have a family at this stage of my own uh, like biology. And so I think there is, we have to, it's not apples to apples when it comes to females and men, when it comes to biohacking. And I think that's why I love being on the female channels, particularly because I am conscientious of those decisions and how they work out for women. And also as a man, well, you know, I'm in my fifties. So, you know, who I'm going to relate to as far as reproductive, you know, have kids and stuff like that, it becomes a, a pressure point as you age too. So you could look good and form good, but you can still miss points of life. So there's always a trade-off that you have to factor into the equation. Yeah. I really love that you brought that up. I talk about that so much on my show, just but yeah, I, it's, it's not even a struggle. It's just like, how do you, yeah. How do you maintain optimal health, like mentally and physically, 
even spiritually, I guess. And how do you reproduce and have healthy children and have a healthy pregnancy, also run a business, <laughs> also have a healthy relationship, like all these different things. And so it's hard to really juggle everything, especially as you get older, exactly like you said. And I don't, I don't even know what the magic answer is, to be honest. Like I'm just figuring it out myself and I just like share my journey as like authentically and honest as I can, because I think people need to hear that versus this narrative that women can do it all. And you can have a bunch of kids and be the breadwinner and do all of these things. And it's like, yeah, you can, but also how stressed out are you going to be? Like, how's your health going to be if you're trying to do all those things by yourself? And I don't know, it's just a lot. And it's like, it's such a, it's such a complicated time as well in society because women, I mean, we're totally going off here, but women are taught to just have their own careers and have their own businesses now, which is great. But also we are the ones that have the babies and have to carry a baby for nine months and breastfeed for six months and do all these things. And so it's just a struggle. And yeah, even for my own health, I have to be, I have to put so much effort in every single day to try and keep everything optimal. And it's not as easy as it was even now, you know, like five, 10 years ago. Yeah. And this is a, I'm glad you're having those conversations because I think there's a, there's a disproportionate amount of pressure on women who choose a professional career than there was in the past because men can't have babies. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> we can all take all the gender identifications all outside of the things. Like at the end of the day, it's only biological females that can have biological children. <laughs> and it took me maybe 15, well, as an athlete, I spent 20 years getting to world-class status in, as an athlete. And then another 15 to become world-class in my profession, my professional career. That puts me at 50 years old. If I follow that pathway as a female, I'm out, right? I don't make it. Like I, I opt out of the system. And I think the time and effort it takes to be really world-class uh, in a geared area to, to have that extraordinary top 2% lifestyle, shall we call it? It takes a couple decades. And family rearing inside of that becomes difficult. So either the man has, somebody has to take a back seat on the career side, or you have two super hyper professionals that will likely drift apart over time because yeah, they hyper optimize the family or they're going to have either family issues or they're going to have relationship issues, even if they can get it all done. So it's like, where's the trade-off? And we're figuring that out. I don't know how many generations it's going to take for us to figure it out. And hopefully us biohackers are going to be able to extend our baby making years so that we can have kids when we're 70. Cause it seems like that's what we need to do with so much going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I understand that. And it's, it's tough to make those calls and it's even tough to have these conversations because a lot of the time in society right now, it seems almost like anti-feminist to be saying these types of things like, Oh, someone has to take a backseat in their career in order to have kids, but it's actually just reality. Like, how are you, even people who can afford full-time like nannies and that type of thing, there's still this element of women have to take time to be able to child rear and have pregnant, have a pregnancy and birth and everything like that. Like it's biologically required. You can't, there's no way going around that really, unless you got a surrogate. And, but again, like the average person doesn't have the means to do these types of things or maybe even wants to, which is, yeah, just a lot in itself. So 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm like interested in biohacking myself to be able to have a kid at 70 versus like biohacking so that I can be a mom and have my business and feel good. But maybe my business is part-time for a while, but that means my health is in a better state. And you know what? I'm actually fine with that. Yeah. And, but then the next challenge is, well, now because of social media, you're going to try and, you know, if you look at the social media data, which is very interesting, like on dating apps, for example, which is the primary place people are meeting. I think I saw some data points that men swipe on 50% of the profiles up there and women swipe on 4%. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So there's the other side that that's impacted men. And I can speak to that. So you have a lot of men who there's a large segment of the population who are completely ignored, that they are just non-entities as far as females go. And as a female, you want to secure the best partner you can. And if you, this is just part of genetics, you can go to evolutionary psychology with Dr. Buss out of UCLA. He's got some really interesting data around this because we're trying to overcome millions of years of selection. Biohacking, we're trying to optimize the optimal parts of our genetics and offset the suboptimal. But there are certain components that get built into the psychology and psychology is part of a representation of our genetics as well. And it's you just can't escape it on the time zone. So as you said, people are, yeah, we're trying to extend our performance parameters and our longevity stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you got to take a back seat, you want the best partner you can. And who's that? That means there's a lot of competition for the same people. And so I, I deal with a lot of the ladies saying, hey, I'm 35. I look like I'm 25. I'm making six figures a year. I'm doing really great. I'm on top of my game. I'm contributing this. I want to find a partner. I've got five years or maybe seven or eight at best. To have kids. And there's a lot of women in that category where just kick-ass women. And now they're all, you know, they're fighting over the same people and wondering, uh, well, why am I not successful? Because you're exposed to such a wider variety amount of people. There's a perception that you can, you're just in a more competitive pool. And I'm a competitive athlete. And I went to the world championships this year at 50. And, you know, I've been to, it's my third time at the world championships. I can hack, like, I don't have great genetics to be a bodybuilding champion. I can get to the world championships, (laughs) but that's about it. There's just another gene pool at the top of the Fuji. Like, it's just not going to happen for me. I'm just not going to win that show. I might be able to win it when I'm 70 because I can outlast all the other people, but that's about it. So there's a realism that I think we've avoided. And it's, and like you said, having these hard questions or hard conversations, I think is something that all of us in the biohacking space and as human beings have to address because birth rates are down significantly and that's not good overall for a society on the long-term scale. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I wonder what the next generation, what they will look like in their thirties and beyond, because like you said, like people are having less kids, people are dating less, people are having less sex as well, just in general. And there's so much like social anxiety now, even with going on a date or being on any apps, because we're all online so much. And then we had the pandemic that obviously made things worse. So I couldn't imagine just like even being in high school right now, and then going into the dating world and just trying to like, 
navigate that when you can just DM someone on Instagram instead. You know what I mean? Like, so I think the social functioning of society in general is probably decreasing. I wouldn't be surprised, especially here in North America. And so, yeah, like, what does that mean for people who get into their thirties and beyond and are suddenly like, oh, I want kids, but I don't have a partner. I don't have anybody like that. And how do you even navigate that? I have no idea. I like, I have a lot of women who come into my DMs and they're not necessarily at this stage of, I want kids and I don't have somebody. It's actually women who are like, I'm trying to have a kid. I found my person and it's not working. What do I do? And so that is sad because they've done the work they've tried and they've been trying for maybe a year or two or even longer. And they're like, I don't know what's left. What else can I do? And then we start to get into it. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot you haven't done. Let's really work on your lifestyle here. But yeah, like fertility, infertility is increasing. I think it's one in every four couples now struggles with infertility in some way. Yeah, it's a huge factor. And, you know, men are a contributing part of that equation. It's not all on the females too. And testosterone rates, sperm count, sperm motility, all that stuff is a big issue. And that's why even as we age, it's even more important for both parties to commit it. And a lot of men are less cognizant of maybe some of the areas that they could improve on those areas. They just are, I think the nature of men typically tend to, especially the more you become successful, you just tend to ignore stuff like, ah, it's fine. It'll heal up later. You know what? You know, where the lady in your life is like, no, I got to get on this. This is not right. This is okay. And so I think there's a benefit if both parties get honest. And unfortunately, a lot of times it's late in the game. But those things are reversible with the technology that we do have. And I've seen lots of success stories as well. So I don't want to be all doom and gloom to all our people. But if you're out there and you're into biohacking and you want to have kids at some point, you want to have a career and you want to have those things, you got to start practicing these things that you teach each and every week on a consistent, because it's consistency over time. You can't just like, okay, I'm going to do this stuff for three months and have a baby and everything's going to be okay. You want to start prepping for that. In, you know, as they say, so you have an expanded ch- option choice as opposed to operating out of a diminished set of returns or a diminished set of options as you get older. Yeah, I love that. That's such a good way to put it. Yeah, I think it's one in every five couples who struggle with infertility. It's male related. And for everyone listening who is kind of going through this, I just listened to Andrew Huberman's podcast on this. It's like four hours long on like how to optimize fertility for men and women. It's phenomenal. It's really, really good. And he talks about everything with men of like supplements to food to too much heat exposure can like affect sperm morphology and quantity and quality and all these different things. And it was just so good. So like there are resources out there. And I think the narrative is changing. I think more and more men are becoming aware that like they also need to get their fertility checked. It's not just a female problem, but yeah, it's definitely not where it could be, but I think we're slowly getting there. Yeah. It's like I said, it's one of those things that I'm really focused on in my own life and for the people around me because I'm late to the game myself. And so there are, there is hope if you do all these things. Nice. I love that. I am, my partner and I, we're going through a preconception cleanse right now. So we're cleansing for like 90 to hundred days minimum before we start trying. And there's like a I think it's like six different things we're doing every day for it. And it's very similar to how we normally live, but it's just a bit more strict for this time being. 
And one of the things, like I just talked about, and I'm just telling you because you're kind of in this stage, heat on like the testicles is really problematic for healthy sperm. So there's these boxers, they're called snowballs, and they literally have these little pockets for like these ice packs that you put right onto your testicles. So if you go into a sauna, you wear this <laughs> boxers with ice packs in it to keep them like <laughs> a cold temperature while the rest of you is sweating. Hilarious. I bought a pair today. <laughs> That's such a biohacking move, you know? I know. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm but- not sure how that's going to, t- the trend on Instagram, you're going to get pulled, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, it's just like, it just, it's a good idea. Obviously you want to avoid hot tubs and that type of stuff too. But if you are somebody who sweats a lot I, in a sauna or a steam room or something, like, I think it's a good idea, but yeah, it just made me laugh. So I'm curious, are you doing anything yourself to kind of cleanse or detox? Or do you feel like your life is already healthy enough that you don't need to do anything extra? Funny you should say that. I've just consulted with a naturopathic doctor who specializes in the area to just up my game a little bit more. I do have a, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have a good testosterone profile, good mobility, all that sort of stuff, sperm motility and things like that. So, but that can always be better. And I'm one of those guys that good isn't good enough. Great isn't good enough. Excellent could be, you know, I'm always trying to optimize for it, but you know, doing all the work. And for me, a detoxification, you, if you do your genetics, and I think everything starts with genetics, you can look at your suboptimal genes and your optimal genes. And for me, the uh, looking at the suboptimal side, detoxification is a big component for me because I don't have optimal detox, detoxification pathways. So in making a conscious, conscientious effort in that area is where I need to have the focus. And there's some that's just observational. Like for example, I notice a difference if I'm using zinc with copper as opposed to zinc, both in sexual performance and sperm volume and all that sort of stuff. Now that's like a stupidly simple compete piece, but it is noticeable. It's totally noticeable. And then there's hormone profiles. And then of course, now with apps for on the lady side, you can get your ovulation times and all that sort of stuff for timing because timing is a big critical component too. And then if you've got busy lifestyles, you've got to schedule it. <laughs> you got to get it on, right? Be on the calendar with that app, you know, ring the bell. It's time to go. So, and I, that sounds kind of maybe not romantic, but at the end of the day, if you're living in a non-romantic type lifestyle, which I would say most people in the modern world are, you got to get practical and get efficient. So yeah, things like that. So it's, so it's really fun. So I, I do a regular detoxification. I, although I don't know about the cold thing. That's an interesting thing because I have a Hocat I use for detoxification. I don't know if you ever seen one of those machines. Yeah, it's like 10 biohacks in ones. You got like, you're running ozone. Uh, on the, you run ozone in a capsule, you do CO2 and then it releases ozone. You got a whole light therapy. You got PEMF in there. You're on oxygen. And then I have a daily routine, you know, that I get up, I do my exercise. I've got my rebounding and then I've got, which really is great for cellular detoxification. And then I have a nano V that I run every evening, uh, as well as my PEMF machines. Plus I drink, 
I don't know, probably between six and eight liters of water a day because I do sweat a lot. I exercise a lot. And I have a very non-inflammatory diet. I'm a vegetarian, which, and I have to really concentrate on making sure I get some algae-based essential fatty acids um, that, into my diet because that's an area for someone on a vegetarian diet that you have to be conscientious of, of making sure you get enough EFAs. And then also ensuring I have enough lipase because when you take lipase with essential fatty acids, both saturated and monosaturated and unsaturated, you're able to actually produce some of the essential fatty acids that you're not aware of. We just discovered this in the lab recently. So you able, yes, there's probiotics that manufacture. We're going to probably be releasing some of that data in the next coming year, but that's a little tip of the hat to what's coming, which we didn't know. I didn't know that. So and enzymatic functionality is something I've been really big on for the last 20 years. It made a difference in my athletic career. It's made a difference in my health, but it's also turns out it makes a difference in your absorbable and utilizable nutrition as it works with probiotics and how that helps manufacture all these different elements that we didn't know before. We didn't have a way to test for them. Now we do. So it's really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. It sounds like you're doing a lot and you've kind of like figured out your personal pain points and like things that you constantly need to give attention. And the only way honestly to do that is through testing like you did, like whether it's genetic or blood test, getting your levels tested or your gut tested. I just find the more data I can collect on myself, the better the remedies I can do almost, you know, it's just more personalized. It's more specific. And I, and then I get better results. So going back to your supplements, I'm curious now, like looking at all of the supplements that Bioptimizers provides, if people are listening and they are like, okay, I am concerned about my fertility. I'm on this journey, male or female, what would you recommend? Because you have such a wide array of different things that you offer. So like, which ones would you be like, oh, you definitely need to be taking this? Great question. And again, that genetic test that you take off the, we got a new book coming out in September. So I'm really excited about it because we're integrating all of those questions in we're dietary agnostic. Okay. And what that means is there are going to be some people who are do very well on a ketogenic diet and some people that are going to be terrible on it. You're going to have some people to do really good on a vegan diet and some people who do terrible, terrible on it. And then you're going to have a variance all the way in between your genetics are going to determine which diets are going to be more likely supportive of your needs than others. The second aspect is with your genetics, you can look at what are the, your suboptimal genes and your optimal genes. So you can optimize the things that you need, but you really, I think when it comes to fertility and things like that, making sure you're addressing the suboptimal pathways is key. So if it's a methylation pathway, is it a detoxification pathway? Is it, you don't digest this type of food, which predisposes you to nutritional deficiencies because at the end of the day, I think nutritional deficiencies that allows you to function at your best is probably the biggest culprit, but you could be taking all of a certain supplement and thinking that you're addressing that, you know, because it's not one gram in one gram out or one part in one part out. There's this digestive process that is the conversion process of what you put in your mouth versus what gets into the system. And my experience uh, has been most people's digestion is compromised and a large number of people, unless they're 
dealing with, they're very sophisticated. And I think in the biohacking community, we're a little bit, a lot more sophisticated in the general public, but choosing the diet that's right for you and then supplementing the essential elements that offset your suboptimal genetics. Those are the key aspects. So from our standpoint, choosing a digestive health stack that fits your diet. So if you're a ketogenic type person, you would choose maybe an enzyme like Capex and, you know, a probiotic like P3OM and you have your HCL or whatever. And then you're maybe you're selecting some supplements that you might be missing in your, in a primarily high protein, high fat diet. If you're a vegan or a vegetarian like myself, okay, so I'm using a digestive enzyme that helps break down plant matter as well as proteolytic enzyme because getting enough protein in my diet as a vegetarian is really something you have to be very conscientious, something you don't have to worry about on maybe some of the other diets. So making sure that happens and then having a diet, uh, a probiotic that supports that as well. If you're someone who has trouble with gut health, then using like microbiome breakthrough, if you know, you're getting a lot of inflammatory response, like you don't handle gluten, you don't handle dairy very well, you're getting autoimmune system, you always get infections and stuff, something like uh, a microbiome breakthrough product, which repairs that gut lining is going to be great. Because if you're in a state of inflammation, you're not going to you're accelerating the oxidative damage and aging and degeneration on every single aspect. And you can stop it in your gut by sealing the gut and then, you know, avoiding those foods that cause that problem and choosing a diet that's restrictive on the front end, but opens your options on the back end. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. It's just, it's hard for people, right? Like, and I see this like with, when I was seeing clients is, People just get so overwhelmed with information and even products and even supplements. There's just so many options out there. And a lot of people just don't, they don't know how to do this, right? Like they don't know how to figure out what's best for them and how long do I stick to it? And, oh, on keto, I feel great one week. And then the next week I feel crappy. So does that mean that I stop? And there's all of these questions and it's just so it's so cloudy these days, I find to really have answers unless you work with somebody one-on-one who can really like guide you through everything. But that's why like, I'm excited to see your book coming out very soon, because hopefully that can kind of give some clear, clear guidance for those people who are just looking for answers to these common issues. And, And I think it does because like all people in the industry, we all have to deal with this and we, we see it over and over and over and again. So we wrote the book specifically for that to give essentially a map of, okay, here's where you are. Here's a test you need. And based on that, here's the outcome. And then how to be successful as a generalist on your dietary strategy and your lifestyle strategy. And then who do you need to kind of get those, those last, that last 10, 15% to work with that right professional, take the right tests specific so that you can sequentially address things. And I think that's the one of the other issues is people try to do all things at once. So for me, on the hierarchy needs, I look at, okay, number one, choosing a diet that's right for your genetics. So a genetic test should be right out of the gate. Looking at your hormone optimization, like where are your hormones? Because hormones are something that the body uses when there's other suboptimal aspects of your diet. So if you're, if you don't have an optimal diet, you'll exhaust more hormones 
than if you have an optimal diet. Your hormones are kind of like offsetting regulators. And so you'll see a lot of people that have a good hormonal profile that at a certain point, they just collapse. And people go, why? Well, their genetics for good hormones was over, was masking their suboptimal dietary selection, right? And so if you don't know those things, so then, so I would say genetics, look at your gut health, look at your hormone health, and then look at your mineralization, your vitamin and mineral profiles to see which things you can sub, you can optimize. And then what's your outcome? What do you want to achieve? Do you want to live long, live strong? Do you want to be a super athlete? Do you want to have better cognitive health? And usually those goals are going to be related right back to the first piece on your genetics. You're going to be predisposed to probably choose certain lifestyles and predisposed to have certain suboptimal things happen. And now we can offset that, which is remarkable. I mean, it's amazing. And I think that you'll see the average biohacker probably extend their life. I would estimate easily 20%. So if we have a life expectancy of 80 right now, I think the average biohacker doing these things will probably live to their mid nineties and, you know, and you're going to standard deviate out of that. So just with the technology available today, and that could probably skew better. Now, Am I avoiding dying? No, I'm okay with dying. I'm, it's going to happen. And I just want to live as well as I can while I'm here, because at the end of the day, I don't know the date of my demise. And so, and that's where spiritual health. And I think spirituality by embracing some sort of spiritual version that in the worst case scenario, let's say all of it's bunk for the most critical atheistic type person in the world saying that's all like, okay, great. But if you look at all the data psychologically and from longevity standpoints is people who choose to have a spiritual perspective have benefits on every single marketing category. So even if it was bunk, it's still worthwhile doing. I don't think it's just so people will know, but you know, I think that's what gives richness to every aspect of life when one has an overarching version of where we are in the universe and what our goal is and who we are internally as the external changes over time. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I've seen that in action in in very different ways so far in my life already. Like I've had parents who've had mental health struggles and one of the biggest things that led to them being okay now was having faith in something bigger than themselves. And even if I don't believe in what they believe in or agree with some of the things that they do, maybe it doesn't matter because that faith and that hope and that spiritual connection that they have allowed them to be here today. And who am I to disagree or put that down when that was like one of the biggest things that helped them become healthier. Right. So I agree. Like it just, it makes a big difference when you can kind of just look outside of yourself and like, let go of any type of ego, to be honest. Yeah. And it's an, it's an ongoing process and there's never been more availability of it today to find the path that's right for you individually that resonates. And it's, it's an awesome time for people out there. I always recommend Dr. Hawkins work. He wrote The Map of Consciousness and he has a whole series of books, really great Veritas Pub. I have no affiliation with them, but I've found that that map has been universally applicable to virtually all of my friends and colleagues of, I don't know how many different faiths, because it's not generated towards an individual pathway or anything. It just kind of shows you the natural evolution of consciousness itself. And it's, it relieves a lot of the anxieties of life. 
Oh, wow. What was, sorry, what was that map called? I'm going to write this. Yeah, down. Map of Consciousness. And uh, it started out in Power Versus Force. And then he's got a whole series. There's about 10 books in total. And uh, there's another one that's Letting Go is really great. And I think Transcending Levels of Consciousness, which shows what holds us in a certain conscious position and what, what we're attracted to and what we're averse to. And I think that becomes a really good tool to help navigate the invariable challenges that life has because life is always throwing you a curveball. It's like, well, how do I handle this at this stage? And how do I handle this way? And what's the most holistic way I can kind of evolve ourselves? Because we're all in a position of, I think it's fair to say that most people would say that we're, we are here on this planet to commit to evol- evolution because we feel good when we're evolving and we tend to feel not so good when we're not. And so those internal cues would say that probably likely that we're here to evolve ourselves. And so if you can have a map that can help you navigate that and show you the aspects of ourselves that we can't do or aren't aren't aware of, it's, it might be obvious to all our friends, but sometimes it's not obvious to ourselves. Right. Yes. Very true. Very true. (laughs) I could be an expert on everybody I know, except myself. (laughs) (laughs) I got their whole life figured out. Yep. That always happens. Oh, that's funny. Um, Awesome. I'm going to add that to the show notes and take a look at that as well. Myself, just the different books by David Hawkins. And yeah, because I just think it's great resources for people. If people would like to connect with you and try some of your products by optimizers, where can they do that? Well, they can go to bioptimizers.com and start there. We have a podcast and stuff, the Awesome Health Podcast. But I think looking at, I would always say, you know, don't randomly shotgun your hard-earned dollars down the drain. Get an expert such as yourself to kind of give you some insight and some guidance. Do a genetic test. Spend your money on that first. Let's look at those things and then look at the offerings that Bioptimizers has. And we've probably got a product that's really going to help you. So if you have challenges with sleep, it's sleep breakthrough, I think has been an absolute game changer for people. Most people are deficient in magnesium. We have the number one selling magnesium, uh, I think online nowadays, it's seven different types of magnesium. And the reason being coffee drinkers, you don't absorb magnesium enough. Your diet, uh, if you're in North America, you don't get enough magnesium. And if you're stimulated by blue light, EMFs, or a stressful lifestyle, you're going to burn through magnesium a lot more. So virtually everybody needs it. And then our digestive suite really helps you optimize your, your digestion. And if you can reduce your load on digestion, I believe that on the longevity side, particularly, I mean, if you look at people who live long, they say, well, eating less seems to be the answer. I think it's not eating less. I think that eating less leads to less metabolic cost. So we've optimized your metabolic cost on digestion. And I think that frees up a lot of vitality energy to heal, repair, regenerate, oxid people as you rust away through living. And I'm in my 50s now. I feel great. I just ran a marathon at 50. You know, I went from a bodybuilding contest to a marathon. So I've been able to switch over because I know what to do for my body, how to offset it, what biohacks to do, what kind of training to do. And I think that's, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that you don't have to peg yourself in a box. There's a lot of variants that you can do. And if you know what's going on and you have the right professional, you can change yourself in a matter of six months in a really quick time. And if you don't have that expertise or insight, well, you're just throwing things. And all our products have a life, a 365-day money-back guarantee. So if you take a product of ours and it doesn't work for you for whatever reason, we just give you your money back. It's really simple. 
because I want you to redeploy that money to somewhere that it might work, but we have a 99% success rate on our, I know that like a 99% positive feedback and we have the lowest refund rate in the entire industry to my awareness. So I love that. That's awesome. Thank you for breaking those down. Yeah. I've used multiple of your products. I currently take your magnesium every single day and your digestive enzymes are pivotal, especially when I travel. I always have them. I think I have a container of them in like my car, in my purse, like just everywhere because they're just so useful when I eat out or go to restaurants, especially stuff like that. So did you get um, the ultimate digestion packs? Have you seen oh, those? No. So I, let me I'll, I'll tell my team after and we'll send you out a box. So they're little individual packets that have masszymes, hydrochloric acid, HCL, and P3OM in the perfect ratio in a little like tiny sachet, kind of like, like an after eight container, if you remember those back in the day. But it's like a little sachet that you can just stuff in your pocket really easy and you don't have to carry the big bottles. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm looking at them on your website. Yeah. That makes so a lot of sense. So yeah. convenient. I love it. I made, I, I came out with that. Matt and I came out with that because we were carton. We laugh. I always carry a purse with me, like a man purse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got my enzymes. I got my hydrochloric acid. I got my pizza. So I'm always handing it out and handling the bottles around when I go to, to restaurants. Now I just throw these sachets like I'm dealing cards at a casino. So it's great. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. I definitely need some of those because like I said, I it's just bottles everywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but I just like love the products that much that I really value bringing them. But this that makes it so much easier and easier for people too, especially on planes and stuff like that as well. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I will put all of this into the show notes and on my website so people can find you and enjoy the rest of your day. I can't wait to reconnect again in the future. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.